Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the FPL Addicts and Esports Live Fantasy Weekly Videocast and Podcast. On the agenda today, we get some fans that are finally back so we can get some atmosphere, some Son and Kane brilliance that sees North London White and Palace thumping West Brom at the Hawthorns. Now, if you're a bit observant, you'll realise that we've kind of switched place a little bit today. So uh, alongside me in the other room, rather than, you know, 15 minutes away, in the other room is my right-hand man from the commentary box, it's Elliot Craig. It's a bit of a weird one, this one, isn't it, mate? Well, yeah, I'm sat where you usually do it, mate. So it's, uh, it's a bit weird for me. I feel like every time I look at myself on the screen, I should, it should be you, but it's not. So it's a bit weird, but, you know, it's the same thing. We're here, we're back for another week of FPL. It was a good week, so I'm, I'm excited to dissect it and get talking about it, mate. Of course, of course. Now, obviously, this is a bit makeshift. We're patching together like like Liverpool's defence did, but hopefully like they did, you know, we can get three points on the board, decent podcast done, bit interesting, bit different, but we should be able to get back to full maximum capacity anyway. And Elliot, we're going to start with your shocks of the week, mate. As usual, far away. So just quickly to review back on game week 11, obviously we had only nine fixtures as opposed to the usual 10 because obviously Newcastle and Aston Villa was postponed. But we started early Saturday kickoff with Burnley hosting Everton. Robbie Brady got the Clarets off to a perfect start before Dominic Calvert-Lewin pegged them back just before half-time. one or draw and the spoils were shared. Manchester City resumed business at the Etihad Stadium with a 2-0 win over Fulham. De Bruyne and Sterling both getting a goal and an assist each as scorer turn provider. Good work there for the citizens and some good points for some massive FPL assets. We had fans back also, um, finally, at Premier League football. We had them at the London Stadium. 3-1 to Manchester United. Pogba, Rashford and Greenwood scored um, after Suchek got the opener for the Hammers. We had Chelsea and Leeds. We had Giroud, Zuma and Pulisic scoring after Bamford had initially put Leeds one up away in London, but a good result all round for Chelsea. Then to start Sunday, we had a bit of a mental result this one. West Brom won, Crystal Palace five. Conor Gallagher had a goal for West Brom, but other than that, it was all one-way traffic. Benteke had two, Zaha had two, and we had an own goal from Darnell Furlong to propel Palace to a 5-1 win away. So that's an absolutely mental result that we didn't expect. We also had a red card in thrown in there for Mateus Pereira, so nothing really went right for the baggies. Um, a few corner flags, or I mean, one specifically, got absolutely smashed when Jamie Vardy scored a late winner against Sheffield United. Ollie McBurney got a goal for the Blades, but Jose Perez and the aforementioned Vardy got the points for Leicester. In the North London derby, Kane and Son, once again, the partnership, the perennial partnership that is tearing apart the Premier League at the moment. They got a goal and assist each as they beat their North London rivals 2-0. Uh, Liverpool, Hammered Wolves 4-0. Obviously, still, they've still got players out. They still managed to do that. And how good were they as well? Two assists for Jordan Henderson. We had goals from Vinaldum, Matip and Salah, as well as an own goal from former Barcelona player Nelson Semedo as the Liverbirds absolutely hammered Wolves 4-0. And to finish off the game week, good win for Southampton. A very controversial VAR penalty decision, which Danny Ings took away on his return. And Brighton weren't able to get the points at home despite their return of fans. It was turned around after they led 1-0 initially, but Southampton took the points. Moving on to the next game week then. We're absolutely flying through these at the minute. There's a load of fixtures. Absolute wall-to-wall Premier League football. Game week 12. We've got Leeds and West Ham early Saturday morning, so that means the deadline will be 5.30am local time. Wolves host Aston Villa. 
Newcastle on their return to action will host West Brom. Manchester Derby at 4.30am. That's going to be an absolute cracker. We've got Everton and Chelsea, Southampton and Sheffield United, Crystal Palace Spurs, Fulham Liverpool, Arsenal Burnley and Leicester Brighton to round it all off. Just to reiterate, deadline, 5.30 local time. Thank you, Ollie. Game week 11 has now ended. It was a game week which once again had an underlying annoyance with VAR. But in terms of FPL, there was a whopping 62-point average and the highest score was 132 points. But these are my top three FPL shocks of the week. Firstly, we have Wilfred Zaha. On his return from COVID, the main man for Palace managed 18 points, which came from two goals, one assist and three bonus points on his trip to the Hawthorns. Secondly, we have Liverpool centre-half John Matip. The Cameroon international managed a goal, a clean sheet and two bonus points giving a tally of 14 points and an important three points to Liverpool as well nonetheless finally we had Joel Linton last week and this week we have Christian Benteke who would have thought in 2020 he'd managed 13 fantasy Premier League points meaning two goals and three bonus for himself as well thank you Ollie they were my top three shocks of the week so now to introduce our constant guests in the FPL Addicts and Esports Live sectors. So to start off, we've got our new Europa League expert. It's Jack Gillibrand <laughs> from Esports Live. How are you, Jack? I'm, I'm, I'm not too bad, Ollie. Obviously, a bit upset about the um, about the result this morning. Uh, we're going out the uh, Champions League. But, you know, as I was saying to you before the show, mate, it's all about the Premier League now. Um, and, you know, the Europa League is an easy one. So we might be going to have a trophy up anyway. I mean, probably not. It is Manchester United <laughs> after all. They can't win trophies anymore. Fergie's Fergie time's gone, so uh, you might. You I, th- know, I think it's. Might yeah, yeah. I think it's because we don't. We can't fit him in the trophy cabinet anymore. I think that's the reason. I, I think. He, I mean, not even the Papa John's trophy under twenty one. I don't think he can win that either. But again, that's another story for another day. Another uh, another man who supports a team in the Europa League, but is also <laughs> actually doing actually doing something in the Premier League for a change. Is uh, the Spurs fan Matt from FPL Addicts? How are you, mate? Yeah, great. Thanks, Ollie. Absolutely buzzing off the uh, the win on the weekend against the Arsenal. Top of the league. Can't complain at all. Plus, you're not doing the Europa League, so we might have a chance of winning it now. <laughs> I mean, especially if you get them, you know, you, you, you're loving life, aren't you, really? Oh, mate, if Mourinho can uh, can win this Europa League and knock United out along the way, I think that would be, uh, yeah, pretty pretty good. It's written in the stars, that, I think. I think that's written in the stars. I'm sure there'll be a team fallout before then. <laughs> Mate, I think... A few, yeah, don't want to say too much, but I think um, Mourinho was, was right about a few things at United, but that's a uh, that's a conversation for another time. I think this uh, Europa League tournament could uh, could help brandish a few P45s around this eSports live sector, I think, if we're not careful. <laughs> so uh, we'll have to see. So Jack's got all the power here, so we can't really keep him offside. But well, obviously, of course, we'll have to see Last game week, we're going to go and talk about the game week review for the mini league. Only one chip was used, which was a wild card. Um, the first wild card used of this team, obviously, because we're in the first half of the season. Werner Shu wrote currently in third spot, and his wild card used an 82 points. So, not a bad return on that investment. So, that's the only chip that was used. So, Elliot, we're going to start with you in terms of your team for the game week just gone. Obviously, you didn't have Newcastle to. Uh, Hold your hat on, but you had a pretty decent week in FPL. Yeah, mate, I, I was delighted with this week with football. Newcastle didn't lose, albeit we didn't play. Uh, 
we had a mental week in a classic FPL and we'll get on to draft a little bit later. But um, yeah, 88 points. 62 points was the average, but I'm still absolutely thrilled with 88. I got 92 earlier in the season and I was wondering if I was going to beat it going into the last day. If Southampton had kept that clean sheet, then I probably could have. But um, no, I nailed the captain choice with De Bruyne in hindsight. Could have gone with Zaha. Probably should have, but... You, you didn't never knew they were going to beat West Brom 5-1. So De Bruyne hit, Zaha hit, Fernandez hit, Kane hit, Calvert-Lewin hit, Vardy hit. It was just bound to be a good week after that. And then I brought in Christian Fuchs. They were they uh, they conceded a goal. Unfortunately, he was he's, you know he's, he's pretty cheap at the minute. I think he's um he played ninety minutes again and he's getting games out at left back and Silka Stanier's probably getting back. So he's he's not a bad shout. And they've got some good fixtures coming up. So I'm hoping he's going to be a decent long term investment. But no, second in the league, mate, eighty eight points. I'm absolutely thrilled with that for this week. And uh, we move on to next week now. Of course we would, but that's a really good team, is that? And uh, I think you're uh, starting to open up a gap between uh, myself and uh, obviously you as well. So I think you're miles ahead of me now. So I think that race is almost run, even if we are a third of the way into a season. Jack, we'll move on to you next, if possible. Um, how did you get on this week? Yeah, I'll just bring it up on the screen now, lads. Um, an- another good game week for myself as well. Boys got uh, 80 points in there. Creeping up the ladder once again. Uh, I think at one point I was above the guru as well, which nearly got a bit embarrassing for uh, our kind sir, our, our, our expert. Um, so, yeah, it was a, a good week again. Um, I brought Zuma in for Saiz, which I was obviously delighted about. I told you he bagged last weekend on the last week on the pod and he and he scored. So he got himself eight points in there. Uh, Fernandez obviously hit. Suchek got the goal as well. Thank you to the guru for him as well. Uh, Salah obviously hit. Son, Kane. Uh, and Calvert Lewin, so yeah, really happy. Big game week, big score. Um, you know, and up there, what would I be the uh, mean Elliot again, leading leading the chart between the four of us with the uh, with the game week? It's so yeah, every week now, it's every it's week. Every week, bit of an occurrence. This, you know, could be in the top twenty in no time, boys. Eh? We'll have to see. Obviously, Matt, I think we're going to have to step back a bit because we've been a little bit lackluster in the past couple of weeks. But uh, yeah, decent team you've got yourself there. Obviously, you know, inside the top million for the game week rank is always helpful. Obviously, you've had Son to fire, Fernandez to fire. So yeah, decent score. Cheers, all. Not not quite in the upper echelons just yet, but you're not far off. You're getting there. You're, you're surprising us all, really, I think. But um, yeah. like just, taking all, just taking all the knowledge in off you all. That's all. That's Sue yeah, check. Well, That's Sue check. Thing. I was happy to help you out, but now you're creeping up. I'm thinking, what have I done? That's two goals he's given you now. It's two goals. He's got me back in the game, and and he's provided a good bit of form. Um, nah, I did. I did, I did like I, said, I didn't listen to the uh, to the defensive one that you provided me. Uh, I wasn't too happy with that, so that's why I took the Zuma one instead. Um, I don't know what then, defensive uh, one I said. Was it? Zuma? I think I think you gave me some Everton left back. Do you know the one that's been filling in? Oh uh, yeah, the four. That was only for the four mil. But yeah, yeah. he's dead in. He's dead now. In the water. Poor bloke. Poor bloke. But yeah, no, happy, happy with that. And um climbed up to uh well, I think I think I'm sixtieth in the league now. Well yeah, sixtieth in the in the conference. Very good. So very good. Coming team. to a bit good bit of form. So like I said, boys coming for you. Now Matt, across to you obviously the guru, obviously like, you know, we've said that we haven't had as good a week as potentially, you know, the other lads on the podcast have, but still, you know, above 70, 78, obviously minus the four point hit for the transfer still not a bad week either to be fair yeah look a few me and a few of my mates are calling this the uh the recovery of the guru because uh obviously last week was an embarrassment with the uh, 28 points and i had a really bad october um so oh, sorry november well, i had a really bad november 
I'm hoping that uh, December is now going to be the month where I start to consistently hit points. I'm a bit, I was really happy because Saturday night I was looking pretty poor and that was where uh, Jack was actually above me for a bit and uh, I didn't really see a, a way back. But um, no, Zaha, absolutely brilliant. Harry Kane, Son, Salah, um, you know, really, really hit. So my transfers didn't quite pay off. I think I was saying earlier, I really don't know why I didn't do De Bruyne. I, I took the minus four with Rafinha, put Rafinha in there for Hammers. Um, Rafinha is an interesting one, but I did that purely based on uh, his fixtures. So Leeds have got a really good run um, and he's been getting rave re- uh, reviews, uh, scoring against Everton the other week. So um, I thought cheap option, get him in there for the fixtures and then get De Bruyne in there for Mares. Uh, sorry, De Bruyne in there for uh, for Hammers. Uh, Rafinha was in for four hours. And then I just went Mares. I got talked into Mares. Probably lost 20 points. And I, I said in the week, that extra 20 points would have won me the eSports voucher, which would have been pretty important for me because I love my uh, my eSports regular. Live. My, yeah, regular <laughs> eSports Live tournament player. So that would have been huge for me. But didn't do it. Um, you know, if, if mutts and baby, uh, if buts and maybe. So... 78 points. I'll take that. Pretty, pretty happy above the average finally. And hopefully this is the, uh, the recovery of the guru, but um, yeah, I'm a bit worried about uh, Jack creeping up. I'm not going to lie. Just Everyone should be worried. Topic, just while we're on the topic of the esports live voucher, 93 points was the leader from uh, Rengers was the, the team name from uh, Yodi, uh, from Yogi Rackmat. Sorry. Um, he has Salah as his captain. So 93 points. So he'll be getting the $10 esports live credit, the voucher where you can play for cash pool and prizes on NBA 2K, Rocket League, Pez and FIFA. So we'll get that prize to you as soon as we can. In terms of myself, though, I've had a, you know, a bit of a shocker compared to the rest of you lot. Again, above the average. So I've still not been below the average yet. I had 67 if you take into account the four point hit. Um, obviously, I got really lucky with the Walker Peters one because I'm always checking where my predicted overall rank is and it was dropping and dropping. And then Walker Peters got the lucky penalty with VAR and we were laughing really. Obviously, the Southampton, you know, the double didn't pay off. But I think in the future that might as well do so. Obviously, nailed De Bruyne again. I think my captaincy picks have really, really helped me. They've propelled me up the leagues this season. There's only been a couple of times, I think, where I've missed on my captains, so they've really helped me. Uh, Kane, goal and an assist. You know what you're getting from him. Calvert-Lewin, a goal against the Dingles. You know, you're going to take that. Uh, Werner, also doing a, a fair bit, even though, you know, he cleared one off the line himself. So, you know, bit of defensive work, but overall, not really too happy. I'm happy that I got above the average, but I think I could have done a little bit better. I think you're right there, Ollie, about the captain as well. Um, you've really done well, your captains. And that was a big thing with my score. Um, could have had a much higher score with a captain. So it's all about getting those captain picks right every uh, every week, I think. I think so. I think Kane's, Kane and De Bruyne have been my sort of two that I've sort of gone with as being like my options. Obviously, Kane, obviously, he's been firing early season. I think I went with Ings once. It didn't work. So I just stuck back to what, what I knew. Um, and then De Bruyne, obviously, this week was absolutely instrumental. So don't mind that at all. And what are you thinking for uh, transfers this week, boys? I'm going to take another hit, which I, I, I hate taking hits, but I think I've got to do it this week. Um, so back-to-back hits. I hope this is the last one I'm playing for a little while. Um, it's going to leave me short change for this week, but I think for the future, it's really going to help me. So I've got to get rid of Ziyech, obviously, because he's injured, and I really need Mohamed Salah back. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to bring him in. The bullet that has to be, uh, I have to bite though is Timo Werner, who has to go. And I'm going to bring in Keenan Davis um, for a formation switch, which I mean, obviously is a little bit frustrating that I obviously can't keep hold of him. But 
Enan Davis will go there. And then I'll just play Phillips for one more week and then switch to a 4-4-2 because I think I think it's 1.3 or 1.2 spare. So um, the hits I'll be taking, I'll be taking uh, Ziyech to Salah. I'm going De Bruyne down to a bench striker, the cheapest bench striker, in a view to upgrading Phillips next week. Jack, how do you reckon you're going to go with transfers? Yeah, I've already made um, one of my transfers now. I, I said to uh, I think I said to Elliot or on the pod last week or the week before about bringing Callum Wilson in. Um, so I've taken DCL out. Calvert Lewin's been dropped, and Wilson Ooh. is in. Wow. Yeah, big. I um, I, I just I just looked at it. I looked at the fixtures. I'd, I'd, I'd say I lo- I've, lo- I've loved Calvert Lewin, um, but I think <clears throat> they've got a tough th- next three games. I think it is uh, coming up for Everton, um, and I, I do feel like they will go in and out of form anyway. Um, and I think with uh, Elliot being the biggest Newcastle fan in the in the in Australia. I'm going to try and back him. I'm going to back Bruce. I'm going to back Wilson. Um, and they've got a lovely set of fixtures coming up. And Elliot did comment earlier. <laughs> he feels a bit unconfident about uh, Newcastle beating West Brom. I was like, no, I've just made my transfer. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I'm backing Wilson. I'm, I'm, like, he's all great this year, hasn't he? So going for it, boys. Wilson Anyone's in, Calvert-Lewin out. Wow. Did you lose any value on uh, Calvert-Lewin? Or? Yeah, like 0.4. <laughs> Absolute trade wreck. It's not a bad move. I think, no, I think, listen, I think I've, I've taken the gamble. You know, I feel like I'm in a position where I can take that gamble, just give me that extra push. I think, uh, I was even thinking about Captain Wilson as well, you know. I was it's tempted. There was a few things that said otherwise. <laughs> Obviously, if, if Calvert-Lewin doesn't fire, most people have him in their teams and Wilson does, that's going to bring you up the mini league. So I, I like I like it. I like it. Yeah. We'll see how we go, eh? Gives I mean, another topic of discussion to. anyway, boys. <laughs> It definitely does. Elliot, you've been labelled the biggest Newcastle fan in Australia and obviously Jack's backing your team in. Are you with transfers or are you looking elsewhere? Uh, I'm, I'm not too sure yet. I'm indecisive. I feel like not having Salah this week is going to hurt a lot of teams because I think he will fire against Fulham and I think if you don't have him, which a lot of people took him out, it's going gonna, it's gonna, to uh, affect you and you're going to take red arrows. But I'm not sure because I need to get him in. But I don't know how to get him in because I've got Vardy in two weeks ago. I don't want to get rid of him after he's scored and they've got a nice fixture this week and they've got good fixtures coming up. So I'm not sure. But in um, I, I, I can roll over this week and just save a transfer. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what I'd do. I'm not sure every week, to be honest, and I managed to fluke <laughs> it in the final final day on the Friday. But um, no, Wilson's on my radar, definitely. I think if you... If he's a budget striker, you know, he's still around that six million mark. So he's he's cheap enough to be in a lot of people's teams. But I think Sal is needed, but I don't want to get rid of De Bruyne or uh, or Kane or anyone. But we'll just have to see, to be honest. I'm not too sure yet. So talking about that Salah one, Elliot, um, and everyone that's bringing him in, and all of us, I think, will own him this weekend, possibly, if Elliot brings him in. What will we then do with him uh, for the Spurs-Liverpool game next Wednesday? That's the thing. He'll score, so it won't matter. <laughs> <laughs> True, he probably will. Yeah, you expect him to do so, don't you? I, I keep reiterating that one. If you've got big players, they're gonna, you know, they're the ones are gonna be del- delivering, right? Everyone was doubting Son, you know, and Kane against City. Look what happened there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, why why should Salah be any different? You know, the Egyptian king. I'm sure he'll yeah. strike. Feel like he's a bit. He's he's always been fixture proof since he's come to the Premier League. So I, I feel like you don't really need to check your fixtures with him. It's nice to have, see a lot of green, but even if he's got red, he'll pop up with goals. So it won't shouldn't really matter. But we'll just have to see. I think it's a similar one to obviously with um, you know the United versus City this weekend. You know people are doubting United, 
obviously about you know going into that game after last after going out of the Champions League. But I think if someone like Fernandez, you're expecting Penaldez to to appear and and deliver. You know he's carrying that team big time. I was saying to Matt, I, you know, I've never seen anyone since maybe even Ronaldo or Cantona carry a team the way Fernandez is carrying the team and delivering the Van results. Persie. You know Van Persie potentially, yeah. yeah. But you know I, I think the biggest one is probably Cantona. To be fair, how he changed mm-hmm. the team. I'm not. Saying Fernandez is anywhere his his league, but um, you know I don't think anyone's carried the team. Or what he is a one man team at the moment. Even Rashford's gone quiet um, to a point. Um, so you expect Fernandez Penaldez to be hitting against City, so you wouldn't take him out either because you expect him to deliver just like the Salah shout and the Sons and the Canes. I mean, everyone should be doubting Manchester United at the minute. Let's be honest, Man City going to win that one in a landslide, I reckon. But. Um... <laughs> Of someone who's going into a derby to someone who's just come off the back of one in uh, Matt, how do you fancy your transfers going? And uh, are there going to be any big names that you're going to be bringing in this week? Um, yeah, look, I so I, I've taken the hit the previous week, and I, I've already got. I'm really happy with having Rafinha in there for this run. Um, in terms of a transfer this week, it's probably going to be. I hate taking players out, and same as earlier, I hate taking players out that have just scored. Um, it was one of my rules. I said I'll never take players out that score, uh, the follow- and then take them out the following week. But I think I might take out Zaha. <laughs> um, as ridiculous as it is, wow, they've got, they've got um, bad pictures, don't they? Now they had like three great game weeks, and now they're just red, aren't they? Yeah, or like that. I just feel like with Palace, they're just so hit and miss. And I'm looking at um, Grealish. Uh, I've got to finally get Grealish in there. Um, so it'll either be Grealish because uh, he's got what Wolves away Burnley and West Brom and then I'll probably then take Grealish out and put Zaha in again when their fixtures improve um, or Pulisic Pulisic is on my radar right now I think he is just going to be I think he's going to explode in fantasy league and I think um, he's one that you should really be looking at getting on early I think uh, anyone that played fantasy last season I read a stat earlier he was on 5.1 points per game towards the end of the season which is a really really good return uh weekly so he's really on my radar i feel like i need Grealish because of these fixtures but i kind of also think god i do need a chelsea player because like as much as my own team's firing chelsea are on absolute fire at the moment so um i'm really liking pulisic really really liking him so it'd be a toss-up between those two is there anyone not got bamford like we've obviously the leeds fixtures coming up do you think he's a good shout to be considering or between him and Wilson, I think definitely yeah. I've looked at them yeah. both. And I think it's just going to be one of them will hit one week, one of them will miss, and then they'll just sort of keep scoring, both doing their own thing. I think I, th- I don't think it will harm you to have one or the other unless one of them really gets firing. But I think they're both probably just safe options for goals, to be honest. Yeah, that's what I, I was looking at. You could get away Wilson. with, uh, yeah, you could get Wilson Bamford in there and maybe even Vardy Kane. If you can have that sort of front three this week, you might even be able to get away with not having a. Liverpool player I'm still I'm going to obviously I'll be captain in Salah but I'm still a bit sceptical based on the fact that they got the champ I don't know if they need to win tonight though in the Champions League do they Liverpool top of their group they've qualified definitely top okay so they should be safe I just think with that midweek game there's literally a two two day rest so yeah I think rotation is going to be huge in the next there's three games in the space of a week there's this weekend there's Wednesday Tuesday Wednesday next week and Thursday and then there's games on Saturday Sunday and Monday so really be careful of rotation and also Pep Guardiola's rotation I think is a big one too so 
We'll have to see how that all goes. There are transfers and our teams for the week. So now on to the guru section with the man himself, Matt, from FPL Addicts. He's got his shocks, he's got his differentials, and he's got his team to watch amongst a lot more. So Matt, fire away. Yeah, thanks, Ollie. I'll uh, I'll start with my uh, game week 11 form players um, from the previous game week. There is a couple in there that uh, have already been mentioned, though, by uh, by Elliot. So um, I think De Bruyne has definitely got to go in there. There's now a couple of really strong game weeks. Um, you know, hit himself a nice, uh, I think it was 14 points on the weekend. I was absolutely kicking myself that I uh, picked Mares over him, which was a, a really poor decision. Um, I'm also going to go with a couple of uh, players from my own team. A great win in the uh, North London derby. Son with an absolute cracker, uh, getting himself a goal and assist. Uh, Eric Dyer, I'm going to throw in there. I think he deserves a big mention. Uh, he's only five million, um, and he got another clean sheet, which is only I think one goal conceded in, in six games, and uh, four clean sheets in a row, I believe. So um, I've got to throw a, a Spurs defender in there. And look, there's a few other options I could have gone with, obviously, with the Liverpool win. Um, but I've, I've gone similar to uh, Elliot Shocks of the Week and I've, I've gone straight to Palace uh, with Zaha hitting an absolute cricket score with the uh, 18 points. Um, and Christian Benteke, who just surprised all of us. So um, that's my uh, that's my, my form players. I suppose I ought to mention this now. We'll get onto it in draft, but um, I've managed to uh, get the old man away from taking Benteke. I nearly brought him in. But I uh, said, no way, there's no way he'll score or do anything. He scored twice and he was fuming with me. So so there you go. Um, but obviously, my draft calls has been helped by that. But his, not so much. In terms of your differentials and one to watch, who have you got on your watch list? Yeah, look, there's a, uh, there's a few different ones this week. Um, I'm going to start with a one to watch. He's not really so much differential now, but definitely uh, Callum Wilson, if, if the Newcastle game does go ahead. Um, you know, there's been reports that they're now back in training so I think Callum Wilson at home to a West Brom team that's just conceded five goals um, you know is a really really good shout this weekend especially if you've uh, got a striker space available um, and then the next few are definitely uh, all going to be differentials uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold he's only 13.2% um, really liking that as a differential this week he come on as an, uh, and got an assist on the weekend and I think it's we're ready for a uh, if he if he starts um, I think we're ready for a big score from from Trent or even even Robertson, um, those Liverpool fullbacks. Uh, another one, Danny Ings, six point one percent ownership, which is really really low. He's back from injury and he's he's back on pens. Um, and then I'm going to go with uh, Pulisic from Chelsea. He absolutely killed me in the draft this week. Uh, Elliot put him in as a as a last minute option and uh, managed to uh, steal the three points and two point two percent ownership. He looked really, really sharp. Um, and I think uh, Chelsea's fixtures, they do take a slight bit of a turn, but they're on absolute fire. I think he's a very fixture-proof player and he showed that last season towards the end. And my uh, my next one is uh, is Mane, 9.5%. I think he is going to be an absolute massive differential this week. Uh, Fulham away and Mane, I feel like he does perform uh, pretty well on the road. Uh, historically, he's done really, really well in Fantasy League. He's not quite had the best season yet, um, but he did get a goal on the weekend, and I've got a really, really big feeling about him. I think the one about this about Mane as well, I think he's pretty safe uh, to start and play, 
Um, the one thing that does worry me, which I'll, I'll go on to shortly, is with Liverpool, is the fact that there is a midweek game against my team Spurs next week. So um, I feel like Mane is pretty safe um, at 9.5% ownership. It's a uh, bit of a uh, big differential. And then my next one, I'm going to go with a, another player from my own team, um, Serge Aurier. Aurier, 2.1% ownership. Uh, he got seven points on the weekend. He seems to have nailed down this right-back spot ahead of Doherty. Um, and with all these clean sheets that we're keeping, even regardless of fixtures, I think um, you know he's certainly one that can come in if you've got a, uh, a spare defender spot. So that's my uh, that's my ones to watch and differentials. Just quickly back to Liverpool as well. Um, you obviously spoken about Mane and the influence that he's had. Obviously, Liverpool, not only have they got that game against Spurs, um, we're recording this currently on the Wednesday. Um, in the morning, they've got a Champions League game against Mitchelland as well, in which the Klopp's raised, um, you know, obviously bringing in young players, potentially from the academy who've been on the bench, been in and around. So how do you see them potentially impacting the uh, the team going forward? Yeah, I think the uh, Liverpool got a lot of good young players in there from the academy. Um, and they're really, really cheap FPL players. I know uh, that, that Nico Williams is about 3.9 million, I think, at the moment. And he got a uh, six points on the weekend. So that's an absolute bargain. Um, and they've also got uh, the other lad in uh, defence as well. Didn't play on the weekend. He played against Brighton. Um, yeah, apologies. Nathaniel I, I, Phillips. Yeah, Nathaniel Phillips, that's the one. Uh, and then they got the other lad in midfield. Uh, and then there's your friend in there as well, Ollie. So if uh, you know he gets 90 minutes, then um, that could be another big differential. But I think these uh, Liverpool youngsters are definitely ones to uh, to keep an eye on. They're cheap. Um, they're getting games at the moment, but we'll uh, just have to keep an eye on this, uh, this this injury crisis for Liverpool. And I think we do need to keep an eye on the, one eye on the Liverpool game in the morning, see who plays, see who gets the minutes, because I do feel that Klopp may use the Fulham game um, to bring off players early uh, or maybe use a bit of rotation, knowing that there's a uh, potential top-of-the-table clash midweek next week. Of course, like you said, we are going to have to watch the Liverpool game in the morning against Mitchell and the Danish side. Are they in your three teams to watch for in the Premier League? Yeah, 100%. I think away to Fulham, uh, it's really hard not to, uh, to go without a Liverpool player this week. Uh, there's a lot to choose from. Um, so definitely uh, one of my teams to watch. Another one I'm going to go with Southampton at home to Sheffield United. Um, anyone that plays Sheffield United at the moment, I think, uh, is definitely a, is, is a team to watch. They've, they've not even uh, won a game, have they? So, um, And Southampton are flying. And they're in the top six and they're looking really, really strong this season. And with the return of Danny Ings, um, I think having one of their attackers or midfielders or even the, uh, the defenders that, that I know you've got um, would be uh, really, really good. And then the other one I want to go again with my own side, Spurs away at Palace. Um, albeit Palace have just come off a 5-1, but I think uh, with us sitting top of the league and the form of Sun, the form of Kane and the form of our defence, um, it's a pretty uh, pretty nice fixture, albeit it's a derby. Um, you know, I, did, I thought about Leicester, Brighton and um, a few other teams, even Arsenal, Burnley, but that's a bit more of a relegation battle these days. So um, I'm going to uh, definitely go with Liverpool, Southampton and Tottenham. Arsenal definitely embroiled in a bit of a relegation battle at the minute. I mean, the way they're playing, absolutely dreadful. They are, they are, you know, you don't want to be going anywhere near FPL assets for them. And uh, no Arsenal players, unsurprisingly, are in your captain picks. Who are, though? They're not. And look, you know, there probably would have been a time where Aubameyang would have been in there. But um, 
Yeah, no, nah, not right now. Uh, but the picks this week, I think there's a few Liverpool ones in there. Um, obviously, Mo Salah, uh, Diogo Jota and Mane. Um, but again, I'm going to keep a close eye because uh, I am a bit worried about that rotation for the uh, the midweek game next week. So I'll keep a close eye on that. Really, really liking the idea of a Mane captain. Um, I do like a differential and I think he is ready to burst in Fantasy League. Hopefully, it would be the Fulham game and not the Tottenham game. Um, I've also gone with a couple of Spurs players. Son and Kane, really hard to look past at the moment, especially Son. Um, De Bruyne, I think away at United, they've just absolutely crashed out the Champions League. And uh, De Bruyne is just on absolute fire. I think um, you know he's, he's worth a captain choice. Man United's home form is pretty dreadful. Um, and he seems to have really uh, clicked into gear. Um, in saying that, though, I've also put Fernandez down there just because the amount of, of penalties United are getting. They got another one last night, and you know he's on he's on fire as well. So I think there'll be goals in that game. Um, Jamie Vardy at home to Brighton, and I'll round it up with uh, Danny Ings, uh, home game against Sheffield United. I think that's a really good shout. I know you said you've got a uh, striker space, uh, Ollie, um, and I think if you uh, wanted to go someone a bit different at the moment, then Ings would be a really good shout. Um, especially home to Sheffield United. And in terms of my curveball, um, I've gone Pulisic. Look, he probably wouldn't have been a curveball last season, but the fact that he's been injured uh, for most of this season, he's got his goal back on the weekend. And I think away at Everton, who have struggled for results lately, you know, I can see Chelsea going there, getting you know two or three goals potentially. Um, and Pulisic is definitely going to be involved, I think. Um, so he's going to be my, uh, my curveball captain for the week. Obviously, just on Danny Ings as well, I, I let him go in draft, which really annoyed me, obviously, when he was first injured. And he did really, really well, you know, at the start of the season for Southampton before picking up, I think, the knock was against, was it Villa? I believe it was, that he got yeah, injured in. Right. So, I think he's a really, really good option. If you don't have him yet, um, it'll be one to bring in. I'll be ignoring Danny Ings, though. I do have a striker spot that, you know, will be changing. More on that, um, I guess, across the podcast. But, um, yeah, I'll be ignoring Ings. Annoyingly, I do want him back in, but I don't think... He can quite fit. Um, obviously, in classic, you haven't been going too well, Matt. You know, we've talked about it a lot. But one thing that has been going fairly well is your scout 11. How did it get on last week? Yeah, look, pretty happy with the uh, team this week, Ollie. 77 points, above the average of 62. Um, start with, with Johnston in goal. Not too happy with the zero. Um, but again, I don't think anyone predicted a 5-1 win for Crystal Palace on the form they'd been on. Um, also, they did have the red card. Uh, looking through the defence, really happy with those returns. Walker-Peters got a nice assist. Mendy with a clean sheet. And uh, James from Chelsea with an assist as well. Um, going into the midfield, uh, Fernandez only got half a game, but he was just outrageous in that 45 minutes. Um, not too happy with Yotta and Mares. Mares, it was, it was nice that he came come out with a bonus point at least. Um, and obviously Yotta blanked, but putting the armband on De Bruyne in my scout 11 and not my own. 11 has ended up being a good move for the scout 11. So pretty happy with that. And then going through the three forwards, um, Kane coming out with 12 points, really, really happy with his performance scoring again. Now becoming the top scorer in North London Derby history. Um, and then uh, Jamie Vardy with a goal right at the end. And Chadams, he was only in there really because I couldn't afford anyone else. Um, and I thought with Danny Ings coming back that he might be on a, been able to sort of give him assist or poach a goal. Come out with the two, but um, overall, 77 points is, is a decent return, especially if you did use that side as a uh, as a free hit. You would have got yourself 
15 points above the average. So not too bad. Can I just say as well, if you're getting a score like 77, usually most weeks you're up for a massive green arrow. It was a really high average this week. Yeah, it was. Um, there was a lot of points uh, to be played for on, on Sunday. Uh, some really big scores from Zaha and Salah, Son and Kane. So, um, yeah, not too much progress made for some. But, um, you know, I think if you did uh, get around that sort of 77 mark, um, you'd be looking pretty good. So, happy with that one. And just in terms of sort of your own team, obviously, uh, in the Scout 11, sorry, for next week, you've got that one up on the screen there. A few surprising ones. Obviously, we've got Cleveland uh, yeah. Kelleher in net, who obviously, hopefully, this time he's got his uh, name spelt right on the back of his shirt. But um, that's a surprising one for me, even if it is Fulham. Yeah, look, I've done it. There's a lot of cost associated with this. I think to bring in Salah, Kane, De Bruyne really doesn't leave much budget. And... Um, Obviously, we've got the bench, which we won't, we don't show because uh, it's purely just an eleven. But the bench is just full of those three point nine million players. So I pretty much run out of money. And I think looking at Kelleher, if Allison's out um, for four and a half million, it's not a bad shouting goal. I actually really like the look of Darlow for the Newcastle West Brom game uh, as well. If, if the Newcastle game goes ahead, but it's just a little bit too expensive. Um, so Kelleher's in there. Walker Peters at home is a very safe option, I think. Um, this one's a bit of a surprise. I know it's a, it's a uh, Arsenal player on their bad form, but home to Burnley, Arsenal, um, they've got a pretty good record defensively this season. Burnley aren't really the uh, the strongest attacking side in the league. I can really see this game being a nil-nil or a one-nil to uh, to Arsenal. Um, and for 4.5 million, um, I think it's, it's it's really hard. Kind of In terms of the money, it's kind of all I could get. And I think Arsenal... Um, might sort of bounce back with a clean sheet at least, like against Burnley. I think it's kind of the uh, the worst of the two with Burnley. I still think they are worse than Arsenal. Um, and then Dyer, I spoke about him previously. Spurs are keeping a lot of clean sheets. Uh, Palace away is a tough game. Um, but again, five million, it's not a bad shout. Midfield speaks for itself. Uh, Salah as a captain. Um I really wanted Mane. Uh, I've been speaking about him a lot. I really wanted him, but couldn't quite afford him because uh, I really wanted to keep De Bruyne. It's really hard to remove De Bruyne right now. Um, Son as well. I think away from home, he's got a really good record. So Son in there. Yota as well. He was a really cheap option. And then up front, uh, Danny Ings. Really, really like Danny Ings in Fantasy League. Nice home game. Callum Wilson, home to West Brom. Um, really liking Cal- Callum Wilson this week. Um and Harry Kane, I think it's really hard to uh, to look past Kane after that performance against Arsenal. So that's the Scott 11. There is a few I, I would have liked to get in there. Mane, Vardy, um, Fernandez, uh, definitely. Um, but I just think Kane's more important than Vardy right now. Uh, De Bruyne and Salah, I kind of like the uh, the look of them for this weekend a bit more than Fernandez. Um, so that's uh, that's how we've ended up, and that's all. That that's literally all the hundred million budget gone as well. Obviously, the Manchester derby is going to be the big one between obviously Manchester United and Manchester City. So it could be that clash between Fernandez and De Bruyne, which you know could decide a lot of uh, you know movement in mini leagues. But we'll have to see how that one goes. Good scout eleven, Matt. <laughs> 
So now into our draft section, and I've been warned not to let my head get too big, but I'm going to ignore the advice from Jack because I am two wins clear because Jack, you know, he couldn't quite get the job done. We'll move over to the results just for the moment. Jack obviously lost by one point to Statman Dave, so absolutely agonising for him. I got the job done just over Rolando. We had Matt who lost to Elliot, so a big win for Elliot there at the bottom of the table as Matt slips up. And the Mac lads lose as James James Gaston gets all three points in that game there. To see what that does to the standings, as I said, I'm two points clear. Uh, two wins clear, rather. <laughs> six points clear. You know, we love to see it. Obviously, Jack in second spot. Matt in third. The uh, the classic guru, you know, still in with a hunt in that top three, but slowly pulling away at the moment I am on top spot. Rounding out the top four, we've got Statman Dave himself on 12 points, as well as uh, the old man Peely, who's also on 12. We've got... James on 10, Elliot moves up to 9 points, and Rolando stays rooted to the bottom on 4 points. In terms of the fixtures for game week 12, we've got Elliot who's going to be facing up against Jack, Rolando and James, so, you know, that's all the airtime that game needs. We've got David and the Mac lads, we've got myself and Matt, and once again, I feel like I'm going to be the match of the day again. It's got to be, right? Yeah, probably. Me and Jack is an outside shout, I think. I'm on my way back, lads, so uh, be afraid. Possibly. Um, I, I think I think the match of the day is highlighted though for game week 12. I think, Matt, we'll start with your team first. The game week just gone 41 points. Obviously, mm-hmm. in draft, you're doing okay. Um, but, I mean, this is a massive game for you to try and call back some uh, some room on the top two. Yeah, you know what? Like, I wasn't too worried about losing this one because there was a few transactions I got my eye on. And I think... As much as I would have liked the three points, I'm hoping that I'm higher up in the draft picks now to be able to get a couple of them to strengthen my team for the big uh, El Clasico this weekend against you, Ollie. So um, <laughs> it will be tough, though. Um, yeah, I'm still kicking myself about losing Wilson. I would have had Wilson at home to West Brom against, uh, against you this weekend, along with Salah. I stupidly got rid of Wilson a few weeks ago. So, um, yeah, look, this weekend, ooh, yeah, Lloris... Palace, so I think I'll put him in. Saints have a really nice game, so I'm pretty happy with Walker Peters, Walcott and Adams. Happy with Salah this weekend. Happy with Rafinha this weekend, um, who I've brought in. Uh, it's just all about... Um, oh, I've got Ollie Watkins coming in there as well, actually. So, um, yeah, I've got a nice team for this weekend, but again, you know, you seem to be pulling out results every week, so I can't, I can't guarantee three points. But I do like my lineup for this week, so we'll see. Yeah, I don't mind yours either, to be fair. I mean, this is the toughest test that I've had in a while. I think, you know, we played once early in the season. You've absolutely trounced me. So I've got a bit of revenge to seek here, Matt, to be honest with you. And I'm hoping I can get it. Um, I think whether I will me. or not. You beat different. me last night. No, no, you, you beat me. Elliot's beat me. You've beat me. And James beat me. They're my Who did I lose to? Who did I, I lose to? I, the guru. I, got, I got battered by someone earlier in the year. I thought it was you. <laughs> Oh, no, no, I did beat me. you early in the year, so I'm on a bit of form yeah, against yeah. you then. I must be. Um, yeah. So I've 1-0 against you so far, so hopefully I can make that too. Um, in terms of my team this week, you know, I just got by. Obviously, I brought in uh, Bobby Dickard over Reed just to make sure that anyone else didn't snaffle him because I think he's the best striker spot that was left at that point. But obviously, Kurt Zuma with a goal and De Bruyne was firing. Obviously, Man City assets, they're always good to have. So I'll take those into there. And obviously, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, he's been there right from the start of the season. You know, in my classic, kind of think, and in my draft, and he's fired in both. So I'm happy with that. If we just throw quickly to the panel, um, Matt, obviously I'll start with you because obviously I know what result you're going to give here. But uh, instead of asking you for a result, 
how close do you reckon this game's going to be? Because I reckon it's going to go right down to the wire. Yeah, look, you know what? I think it's going to come down to uh, how Salah performs. Um, yes. If he does, if he doesn't get rotated out, that's the one thing I'm still worried about is Salah getting rotated out on the weekend, knowing that there's the Liverpool-Tottenham game, or maybe only playing an hour. So, say he does score and they bring him off, or I think he'll be the... If he does start and he plays the 90 and he gets a double or a hat-trick, um, then I reckon that'll be the difference. But it could also completely backfire because that midweek game really does change everything, I think. So, I think I've, I've done okay the fact that City do have a derby game. Um, but again, it's United coming off the back of a, a poor result in the week. So, um, yeah, it will be close. I think Salah, will, Salah and Southampton will decide it for me, I think. I think it's Salah against De Bruyne for me. I think whoever fires the best out of those might very well take the points. I, I also think that I'm going to put my neck out on the line here. This is a big call. You can come back to this. This is the Game Week 12 podcast. I think by the end of the season, if I win this game, I will win the draft league. It's as simple as that. I think my season's on the line here. If I win this, you know, there's a chance I could go three games clear, which is, you know, tough to peg back. And if I lose this, I'm right back with a pack. So I think this is the biggest game of my season so far. So I really don't want to lose this one. Um, I think it will be a tight game. I'm going to back myself in, but I don't think it'll be a landslide at all. I've just got the fixtures on the screen there. So I think I'm going to back myself in, but only just. Um, if it's a huge across- call, I think, yeah. with the... Uh- Biggest game of your season. I'm in another draft league and I lost my first four game weeks. And then I was 12 points off top. And I've now clawed back to within four points. Um, I've managed to win, I think, the last six game weeks. So, yeah, it's a big call, Ollie. But um, yeah. you might be right. I think with the it's double game the weeks, make, you'll be um, the big, big, mm. big, big catch-up time with the double game weeks, right? Yeah. yeah Nine possibly, points is a lot for a lead. For I'd like to say... I'd like to say that nine points. I know. I know. Obviously, we've got some decent FPL managers in this draft league, but I think that if I can get the win this week, you know, I'd like to think I can hold it for the rest of the season. I know, obviously, a long, long time to go, but I'm hoping that I can hold out if I can win this one. So, Jack, we'll go across to you. Who do you reckon is going to win the uh, the Clash of the Titans this week? I'm going to go for a, a draw, boys. I think it's going to be a Again. tie. I'm going to go 53-53 points. I'm going to put points on it as Ooh. well. Oh, yes, here we go. Bet. If you if if you get that right, I don't even know what what you know. We've got to give you something. We'll sort that out. If you if you yeah. nail a fifty three fifty three result, if I get if I get it right, you've, you've got to leave the league. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I probably should deal on that, but we'll have we'll have to make sure. We'll come back next week and we'll sort something <laughs> out. But uh, if you get that right, honestly, I, I don't know what's going on up there. I think you. I think you've got. I think you've got to leave the league. I, I don't deal. really want. I don't really want to deal that, but we'll have to see. We'll have to sort something out. Um, Elliot, what about you? Are we gonna are we gonna get a prediction from you this week? Yeah, mate, you can. I'm, I, it's like you were saying. It depends if De Bruyne pl- if De Bruyne plays well and gets points, or if Salah plays well and gets points. You've both got um, Southampton defensive assets, if I'm not mistaken, don't you, Matt? Do you, do you have Walker Peters? Walker Peters. Yeah, so right. I've got right. uh, right. I've got a triple on Saints. So I've got uh, Che Adams. I've got Walcott. Walcott. He's, yeah. he's done quite well for me in draft, and then uh, Walker Peters. Um, Salah, I'm really liking Ollie Watkins as well as, as a striker option. Um, yeah, I think I've got a good lineup, but again, like, I'm just so worried about tuning in. Obviously, I want Liverpool to drop points against Fulham anyway, but. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
just worried about turning on the uh, the game and, and Salah's, uh, you know, randomly not on the team or he gets a sub like he did against Brighton and then it cost me uh, cost me drafts. But, yeah, not sure why I've actually mentioned Watkins, you're right, in the, uh, in the Saints section there. It's nothing to do with it. But, um, yeah, I'm happy with my Southampton players and Watkins. I just wanted to bring him in because he, uh, he's a pretty handy player in draft. Yeah, well, I, uh, I, I do back you this week, Matt. So uh, I'm sorry, Ollie. I back Matt in for a win this week by uh, two Fair or three enough. points. I think it'll be, as you say, I think it'll be close, but yeah. we'll have to see. It's all about timing in draft, right? Like who you play based on the fixtures because it's head to head. Like this week, my team looks good. But then I think that midweek game next week, the fixtures look tough. So it does really come down to timing. Definitely does. Now, that's the draft section done for another week. And it also concludes another podcast on. Obviously, it's been a bit makeshift. Obviously, we've had to make do with a lot of things, obviously being in different rooms, different times. But I mean, we've got through it. Obviously, we, we, we never weren't going to get through it, to be honest, but we've done it. We've just about got through. We've patched ourselves up. And I think we've taken the three points in all honesty. But Elliot, just to wrap things up, you confident that you'll back it up with another good week? Oh, I knew you were going to ask that, mate. I'm really actually quite nervous for this week because I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what my team's going to look like. So I'm actually quite nervous. I'm not expecting a good score this week. But then again, I wasn't this week either. So um, we'll just have to see how it goes, mate. But hopefully by this time next week, I'll be back here with another 60-odd points in the bag and I'll be happy with that. So, yeah. Of course, that's what we all wish. We all wish for the best. Hopefully I can claw back a few points on you. But otherwise, hopefully we're all doing well. This time next week, we've all got some good scores on the board. But that does wrap up another FPL Addicts and Esports Live podcast. Take care and see you next week. Cheers.